Episode seven or eight? I think we're on eight. Yeah, eight. Lost count. Last night was a lot. All right. Yeah. I mean, Miso Thorny Podcast, ready to get into it again. Scott and Matt here. And I mean, writing was on the wall with what happened last night. They showed that preview like three weeks ago. Right. And you didn't know when it was coming. You knew it was. And it was this whole preparation sitting back going, is it going to be this time? Is it going to be? Is it going to be? So thank God we finally got there and got it done with. I I thought for sure that they was just all kind of just, oh, it, would, it was edited together for dramatic effect to make it look like he was going to leave. But then he actually did. Like, I Yeah. And I was hoping that that's what it was because, as we know, this franchise is known for their amazing creative editing in the promos and the way they make things look like it's going to happen and the way it actually does happen. They're masterminds at it. They're, they're probably the best in the game. But, I mean, in this situation, and if you don't know what we're talking about, Michael A., who was one of Katie's last four has the infamous FaceTime with his son, James, and everything's going fine. James is running around the house like a crazy, how old is the kid? Three, right? I believe he's four, he four, four now, three? four now yeah. probably. But yeah. yeah, I mean, so kids running around the house going nuts, normal. And then yeah. all of a sudden out of nowhere says, he, he says to him, basically, I know why daddy left. Daddy doesn't miss me or daddy doesn't want to see me. Doesn't want to see me anymore. Right. And immediately Michael A is crushed. And I get it. I would be too. But the cynical side of me looks at that and goes, okay, look, how did you not get back on the phone with the person who's watching James and ask, hey, so how's James really doing? Because... Kids at that right. age, yeah. they say stuff. Right. They, well, yeah, they believe things that, you know, oh, they think that uh, if you, when you flush the toilet, it feeds fish. Right. Like, like they, they're going to, they, yeah, like they're going to say, the kids say the darndest things. They do. They absolutely I do. Don't, and we don't, I think he's too young to, I mean, I, I, again, I don't know, but maybe he's like too young for, this to have an effect on him? Like, is he really going to go to like adult therapy because his dad was away for 12 weeks? I don't know. And, and that's, and that's where I don't want to be insensitive to it, but I just still am right. very skeptical. Especially with, I mean, I know, okay, well at first I'm thinking, well, they have hometowns there. He's going to be home, but I understand that the families come to the resort. So how long does a hometown take in real time? I mean, normally the situation that they're in, I mean, it's like a day each, I think. So it's like once you get, like she does a hometown a day. So like once you get, okay. once you get, because basically the way the hometowns work is they get a date ahead of time. So like her and, so let's say Michael A's situation. Michael A's parents were coming and that's all we knew. So she would have had a date with Michael A basically like throughout the day. And then normally in the evening, they would go to meet the family. And like you said, because of COVID, they're bringing them to the resort. So the families are like at a suite, basically hanging out. And 
they go on their date and then they come to meet the family and they spend the rest of the evening kind of hanging out with the family. Right. And they each get the one-on-one with the mom and dad. Yeah. And they, you know, whatever, they take their time with it. And normally those families are then there at the resort. I mean, pretty much till the end, I think, because at least, you know, like in COVID times, I think that's how they've done it. But in the past times, like you go to see the family and then you leave and then your hometown's over. Mm-hmm. And you might not see the family again ever, you know, depending on the situation. Well, so, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, in this case, I, yeah, I mean, yes, it is a lot to put James through to meet someone that, you know, potentially might not be in his life for forever. Especially he hadn't been around while they've been well, dating. But the other side of this is you've already you've already lied to James so much. You you told him you were on a work trip. Right. So like we've already we've already set the precedent that it's that it's okay to lie to James cuz we need to protect what he, like what his feelings are. And if that's and I I respect that if that's your choice, but you're now to the point where couldn't we have just said, "Hey James, you're going on vacation with grandma and grandpa?" You're going to come yeah, see dad. Meet, yeah. You come see dad and uh, a new lady and you're going to meet dad's friend. Right now. Listen, Katie, from everything I've seen of her, don't know her personally, but every interaction she's had with Michael a, whenever he's talked to her about James, she's been on board and they've figured out yeah. how to make it work. If he went to Katie and said, look in front of James, we need to be friends and, and yes, we can hug and we can hold hands, but we need to just in front of my son, James, we need to show a presenting of us being friends. You can't immediately say, I'm going to be your new mom. No, that would be a disaster. I mean, the kid's probably already going to be in adult therapy because his dad was on the bachelorette and like kids are just going to just go relentless on him. <laughs> but, but I mean, you're, but it's you're not right. right now. That's. That, that's and, a different issue. And you're right. And, but, but we can't, that's the other thing we can't like foresee the future. And so it's like, I, I think there's a way to have James there. And I, I feel like part of this was like, no, it wasn't an excuse for him to leave, but it's definitely more convenient for you to say, I need to go because I need to be there for my son when you're feeling doubtful than it is to say that when you're like feeling a hundred percent positive, like I wanted Michael a to go to Katie and say, you know what? I'm having problems because James, I really feel like he's missing me. Like we need to, you know, like, can I, can I bring him here? Can we postpone my hometown? Like, like, can we take, can we take some time to postpone the hometown till he can get here? Like, I I think there's a hundred different options and he, they just told him, no, yeah, guy. He's like, oh no, I just I have to go home. That's the only thing I can do. And and I get no, it. It's his choice. And and I'm not a dad, so I can't speak to it in that personal right. sense. But I feel like the connection that he and Katie had made up to this point was so strong that you could have gone to Katie with any sort of like question or hey, I'm having a tough time with this, and she would have worked with him to make it work. And that's kind of what you have to do in marriage. You just can't leave you got okay i have an issue we need to figure this out right and that's exactly where i felt like it was like they they've had these tough conversations katie has said to him you know what we will figure it out i don't care what happens we'll figure it out like 
in the in the in the footage before he actually decides to leave, he tells everyone that. Katie checked all the boxes last week. Katie mm-hmm. said all the right things. She answered all the questions that I had. Like I I'm just I was completely dumbfounded that it was that easy to say nope, abandon ship instead of hey, is there a way we can make this is work? Is there yeah, can James come on? He'll be in a different suite and we'll have the baby the caretaker with him and then when I'm not supposed to be on camera, I can go visit him and do whatever like it's there's a million different alternatives than him leaving the show right and there's nothing traditional about this right like let's throw that out the window like don't think that you know there it's not like he's breaking any rules right Right. like at the end of the day this is katie's decision if she wants to like make an exception for michael a she will and if she doesn't she won't but she wasn't even presented with that option she was just told straight up you know what sorry gotta go and even the like, the, there was a producer there hugging him. Like, yes, you you think they would be sympathetic towards it and you know figure out a plan. they would have done. Like, there's honestly, a million people working on that show too. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. They would have done anything Katie had wanted if they had, right. if Katie had come to them and said, you know what, hey, we got to figure this out because Michael A needs to get James here and whatever. I get it. James will have to quarantine for a little bit of time. So will the person that's watching him. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Like, there are ways. And we just, I feel like we just did not get to any of the ways. And we let, again, I'm trying to be sympathetic, but I feel like James was the cop out for Michael to find a reason to go home. And I yeah, get it. I'm not, a, I'm not a dad. I don't know, but that's what stay. it seems I don't like. know. Yeah, he didn't right. fight to stay. I don't know. I mean, it would only be another two weeks. I don't, I don't know. Again, again, I don't have a kid either. So I Right. I don't know. I don't I can't, know right. I can't speak from experience, but, I, but based on what their relationship looked like, I felt their relationship was stronger than what ended up happening. And, yep. and Katie even says it as it's happening. Like she saw them at the end, Katie, before she even meets with Michael a is walking with Tasha, telling Tasha how she sees herself being James's mother. Excited to be James mother. Ecstatic. Every time I'm around Michael A, all I can think about is being his wife and James's mother. Like what? Like I get chills just saying that because of how much that means to Michael A and knowing that she means that like that's that's just insane. Like I I still I was dumbfounded. I was absolutely yep. dumbfounded. And beyond that, the other thing I was dumbfounded about is that I get it. It's a little different scenario. He's choosing to leave instead of getting sent home. But we let Andrew stay an entire night when he got sent home. Bingo. And all of a sudden, Michael A's in an SUV driving through the desert, heading to the airport. You know what? How about we let the guy hang out for a little bit? Give maybe him 24 he cha- hours. Maybe he changes his mind after the fact and then decides he wants to stay. And again, I get it. The footage is cut together. Maybe he stayed a night. Who knows? But the way you make it look, you wait, you make it look right. like Michael A is getting the boot and he's out right away. And Ten Andrew minutes gets later, to stay. he's at the airport. Yep. Yeah, but Andrew's what? Andrew just gets to wake up, shower, and then go say bye to Katie? Like, come on. Right. Gets to leave a note that is very passive aggressive, but yeah, that, that was last episode. We don't have to, it's just that's the back. stuff. That's the stuff I didn't get. And and you know, this part of it last night really essentially was was minimal because we had the mentel all to get to. And so again, they didn't they didn't spend too much time on it. It was essentially Michael, you know, saying goodbye. And that 
That was really all. I we think it was knew. about it was about twenty minutes of the episode. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right. Less and then, than that if you include commercials. I mean, right. And then so the rest of it, we get the men tell all, which normally is, you know, a very. Again, normally we get a lot more out of the men tell all than I feel like we got this time. Um, there was some the, the obvious confrontations that you're going to have with yeah. Carl there, and then uh, the thing I missed got too, a little though, bit of it, but not. I mean, that was I miss was when the men tell all. I miss when the men tell all was live. I, I'm pretty sure there was a time, obviously, probably before COVID. So I get that. Yes. but like there was a time where it was live and. I'm at least happy that they brought the studio audience back because for a while there was a question mark of could we even have a studio audience? You know, would there be, um, you know, I know for a few of them there wasn't because they just couldn't. So it was good to have the audience back. But mm -hmm. I mean, you're right. The, the normal confrontations that honestly went nowhere. We didn't. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't solve anything. They just said the same things they were saying on the show. That, so there's nothing new. No, no. So, and again, I love Tasha and Caitlin as the hosts, but there, there was just never. And again, maybe that maybe the producers told them to do this. I don't really know because we're not behind the scenes, but we can only talk about what we saw. They just let it go. And, oh, yeah. And that's great if that's what they're if that's what they're going for. Right. I don't know. You know, I don't know what the producers are going for, but if you want to just let these guys stand there and like you said, say the exact same stuff they've been saying since week one, then we accomplish that. Yeah. You can let it go if it's going somewhere, but it was just going in circles and it, it was going just, nowhere. It, it got super dull after two minutes. I, and we honestly spent like two full like <laughs> breaks of just that happening. Like mm -hmm. the mental all starts they immediately go to Carl. We deal with yeah. that again. We go to commercial. We come back. We deal with that a little bit more. And then we go back to commercial. And it's like, what? We've just wasted. We just wasted about 15 minutes on nothing. I know. We got nothing and again, accomplished. It, was, it was a thing where, yes, Carl was technically correct. And it's like, oh, how did you know that? And he's like, oh, I have my reasons. But really, he was just playing the percentages it's like if you go to like cheesecake factory and you're like you know i bet somebody in here has diabetes you're like what how did you know that it's, well i'm just playing the percentages here i mean right man law of averages right like exactly and, and and you're right like that's exactly what he was thinking like yeah there's someone here there's people here for the wrong reason you can blanket statement that and have it accomplish exactly what you want to happen yeah right? oh like, yeah I, I knew it was thomas the whole time no you didn't and right. And and that's fine. Whether he knew or not, like it, it still, it, it casted doubt. And that's all that, like, that's all that I don't think Carl understood it was doing, but I think secretly in the back of his mind, he knew exactly what he was doing. Yeah. It's like, hey, this is going to get me screen time. This is going to get me, you know, it's going to get the show ratings and in turn yeah. going to give me boosts. So, and, and the thing I never get is the people that they invite to be on the men tell all that just like turn in like, I don't even know what was there. There was a guy, was there a guy named Kyle there last night? Kyle was there. Didn't say a word. Didn't say a word. He said, hi, he waved when they right. announced his name. That was it. Who was the guy that Aaron had a fight with? What's that dude's name? Uh, Cody. That guy, him and him and Aaron had like a nice little two minute tiff. And then we never heard from Cody again. Right. Yep. I mean like, I, so just cut the fat, like just, if you like either invite them all 
and let the ones who want to show up show up and then obviously like edit for the good stuff that happens. But like, you can't tell me that like, if Kyle didn't say anything, what's the point? Like what are we doing? That's like last night I texted like, do we have enough material for like a full podcast episode? Cause it was just like, at, at first, like the first, I don't know, 20 minutes of the mental, it's just the same stuff. And then no one's really adding to, to the show at all. It's no, like, I'm not getting, zero, hey, I'm not was, getting and new. I'm not getting new information. I'm not no. getting some, Ooh, moments. No, there was but, no substance. You know, There's no, absolutely yeah, no. That's substance. a very, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. it was nothing. It was blah. And I get it. If that's what the producers were going for, if that's what we were trying to accomplish, that we just want to let these guys talk, then that's fine. But that was and, a microcosm of the what was happening in the show. I mean, there was no beef, really. Right. And that's so. essentially <laughs> what that's essentially what ended up coming out at the end is like these dudes were just way better friends on the outside than anybody could have really thought. Yeah. Kind of wrote and, a whole song about it. I mean, yeah, then that we'll get to that because that was that was a clutch moment for him. Mm-hmm. But, you know, so they finally start to pull people up into what they call the hot seat up yes. on stage with Tasha and Caitlin. And we get we get Michael A up there. And, you know, before this, they've kind of talked to like I said, they've talked to Aaron. They've dealt with the Carl Thomas stuff. They've kind of come back to Andrew. You know, they've talked to him a little bit. And mm-hmm. now they get Michael A up to talk about his situation leaving. And this is where it only validates what I said before about the situation with James. When he gets up there and talks to Tasha and Caitlin and says, I would be open to taking Katie back or trying it again, or I would like, Whatever, I would, yeah. Be, if if she's not with anybody, I would be open to that. That 1000% validates the fact that him leaving was not necessarily as serious as he thought. Oh, yeah. He got back to Ohio and his son was probably like, oh, hey, dad. Like, oh, hey, dad. I didn't know you were gone. Yeah. Like got home and like it was no big deal. Like kicking himself. I can only imagine walking in and his son being like, oh, hey, like. He's, Everything's and then he's fine. like playing with some new Paw Patrol toy he had. Yeah. That's that's more important to him right now. So right. Oh, everything's. Oh, Dad's home. Oh, that's cute. I'm playing with my toy. It's like Can you get me a juice box. Thanks. See ya. Right, because that's that is at that age. That is the attention span. That is the uh, the ability to focus on one thing is so short and small that I don't think the reason that he left was because of James. Like, I think they used James as a scapegoat. You wouldn't say that. There were so many ways around it, and I guess he just didn't want to listen to it. I don't know. And when you're sitting on the couch, you wouldn't say that you're willing to take her back or you're willing to try it again if you didn't have some remorse or some, you know, feeling of regret for having left the way you did. Right. He... He could, I, I, it's, I'm just, there's a million different things going through my head where it's just like you had to take that course only to you want to wind up right back where you could have been six months ago or two months ago. Right. Right. Just, I don't know. Just, I don't know why you just didn't stick it out. I agree. It it could have been so much. I, I don't know. Maybe easier, but I don't know. Maybe easier in the moment, but you're right. I think at this point we're now like, you know what? You screwed up. And, you know, sorry, you don't get a chance because we find out, we find out later they bring Katie out 
and they tell Katie what Michael said. And she, she respectfully shuts him the hell she, down. <laughs> yep. You nope, know, I have, I have no, I, yeah, how I mean, it ended. I'm very satisfied with how it ended. So, and, and like, that's the Man. thing. Exactly. That is a too bad moment. And mm -hmm. I mean, will Michael A be the bachelor? I don't know. Is he a good contestant for it at some point? Yes. But asterisk, is this going to happen again? Right. He, it's, are we going to get he's sick? He's going to be are gone we gonna for get... the same amount of time. All right. I mean, longer. You're going to be gone longer. Yeah, oh, yeah. Right. If you're the bachelor, you're gone the whole damn time. So yeah. are we going to get to a point again where all of a sudden he's like, oh, you know what? I got to get home to James. It's like, you know what? Eh, eh, eh. Can't do he it. Already, he already knows what goes into it. So if he makes that decision, he has to be okay with leaving his kid for right. however long. Right. And I think, I mean, I think, like I said, it, it kind of was just very telling the fact that he was so willing to go back on the decision he made, having had the time to go home, sit with it realize what happened, realize what he left behind. I mean, mm -hmm. she, she was without saying it, at least from my vantage point, when they were talking, she was without like flat out saying it. Basically I felt like she was just going to pick him. Yeah. Oh, like, just, all right, like well, unless you're, unless your parents completely bomb this hometown thing for you. And then he was, you, he was making the final two with maybe the betting favorite. A hundred percent. I would have said hands down. He's in the final two. And then beyond that, it's a matter of just don't fuck it up when you meet my parents. Right. Like that's, yeah. That's the next step. He had built such a lead where it's you could just run out the clock with the other guys. And oh, OK, I'm in. Yeah. I mean, and, and you could tell, I mean, when he left, that's just how heartbroken Katie was. I mean, that was. That was it, it especially was like, yeah, things were going fine. And it's not like Brendan. Hey, I'm going to leave. Oh, OK. Well, see ya. Thanks for coming on. It's like, oh my God, right. no, 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 no. What are you doing? I don't, You're right. I, I didn't see this coming. What are you doing? Right. I mean, it, it's exactly right. I mean, it was the last thing she would have wanted. So, I mean, again, you can take your own conspiracy theories for what you want, but that's at least kind of where, where it, I stand on that yeah. one. They move over to bringing up Andrew. When did they bring up Connor? Did we miss that? Was that who's he last? No, I think Connor right. was Connor in the middle. I can't remember. I don't remember now. I don't either. They they bring up surprise Connor and Andrew. They're the next two to yeah, okay. find themselves but in the yeah, hot seat. Yeah. I don't know the order, but we're going to hit with Andrews now. And for good reason, you know, they bring the guy up who. I mean, like everybody would have thought was going to make it beyond Justin. Um, oh, yeah. I think that's that's the obvious trade that people would have made. And he talks very candidly about, you know, not having regrets for what he what he went through, for how he handled it. He said he and, did everything right. And he did. He did everything right. And it just didn't work out. You can't. Don't you can't look back and say, what should I have done different? Because he no. did everything right. Yeah. And you absolutely. know what? If it, if it didn't work out, then it it's just it wasn't meant to be. Right. And, and that's a hundred percent what I was going to say. I mean, I agree with you. Absolutely hit the nail on the head. And Tasha gets into the hard conversation that he had to have with Katie regarding being a biracial couple potentially. Mm -hmm. And what's that going to look like? And, you know, how do you feel about that? And, and why did you bring that up? And, and he, he said he had to bring it up. I mean, that's just, that's a fact of his life. That is, that is going to 100% 
without a doubt will affect them as a couple. Right. And whether that's, and obviously that's not the right thing that it is going to affect them as a couple. We know that, but I mean, it's unfortunately the way of the world right now. And, and lots of things are going into place to work to change that, but he's right. There are still going to be those people out there that give them the side eye and, you know, for him to bring it up the way he did and for him to talk very openly and candidly with Tasha and Caitlin about it. I mean, it just says a lot to who Andrew was. And it made me more upset that he wasn't in the final. Like, it made me that more upset knowing he wasn't there, especially right. after seeing Michael A. leave. I was like, really? We could have just swapped these two out. <laughs> like, why? If that's going to happen, that's what's going to happen. We could have just done a flip and, like, put Andrew in there and we'd been fine. Right. We w- Yeah. Never would have missed a beat. I mean, what a difference 24 hours makes. Seriously. I mean, you know, and just looking at it that way, it's like, damn, you know, this could have been, and yep. it, you know, unfortunately it wasn't, but they bring up, we'll hit Connor B's next. Um, because you know, I mean, what can you little, say about Connor? A bit of controversy. Yeah. What can you say about Connor B? You know, he is a man. He is just, He's the gift that keeps on giving. He'll never teach again. No. Right? Like, no. there's no He'll way. Stay, like, he's just way too popular. Yeah, he's going to stay in this Bachelor circuit for a while now. Um, you know, he'll probably end up with a podcast. It won't be better than this one, but he'll start no one. No way. Um, we'll, have him, we'll have him on as, as a guest. I would hope to, so. Just to try out the chops, get a feel for the place, and see if he likes I'd it. like to try that. But, you know, that's the thing. I think <laughs> we're we're in the spot where it's like he is just – a fan favorite. He's that guy that as much as you look at him and you're like, God, Connor, but you just can't help but love him. Right. Like, and this will be beyond when you would remember the show since you haven't been watching that long. He reminds me of Evan from the Evan and Carly couple. And I know that's going to be foreign to you. Yes. But for those of you who have watched before Evan and Carly, he is Evan to me. And Evan had this very just lovable spirit about him that like you could never really get mad at. You could never really find the flaws in. And if you did find the flaws in Evan, you would look at him and be like, God, Evan again, classic Evan, man. It was really that it was always like that. Oh my God. That's just, he's the puppy that pees on the carpet. Oh, that's okay. A hundred percent. And so like, you know, that's, that's definitely the situation you get into where you kind of, I can, I can compare those two and very much like see the similarities. And I will say this bachelor in paradise worked out great for Evan. Evan ended up marrying Carly from meeting and falling in love on bachelor in paradise. Unfortunately, they are splitting up after a three-year marriage, but I mean, hey, it at least worked for a little while. So, but where Evan fails, Carl can succeed. Yeah, Connor. Well, follow that. What did I just say? You said Carl. 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 Oh no, no, no. Well, no, 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 no. That's like when Katie called Aaron Thomas. (laughs) It happens. It happens to the best of us. You mix it up. You mix it up. Connor can succeed. Yeah. Follow that blueprint. Connor's sitting there. He's talking, and to the naked eye watching the show a random person in the audience stands up and says, you can't be as bad of a kisser as everybody says. 
And this is after he's confirmed that he's texted exes to ask about how bad of a kisser he was. Oh yeah. This was after we've watched his whole montage over again. We've relived all the painfulness. He's just as confused as ever sitting there talking to Caitlin and Tasha, and a random girl in the audience air quotes, random random stands up and says, you can't be that bad of a kisser. I'd love to try it right now and see, you know, see if it's for real. Now, you know the franchise, you know stuff is scripted. You know there's things put in there that are going to happen that the producers have planned for that the people who are in it don't know about. I don't yes. think Connor knew that that was going to happen. I don't think Tasha knew. I don't think Caitlin knew. I think the producers knew behind the yes. scenes. How did because she had she had a microphone. Yes. But like there would be no reason for a microphone to be that even like a boom mic to be that close to her to pick up just her voice. Right. And again, honestly, right. They, you know, they do have mics hanging in the, you know, in the audience so that they pick up the clapping so that they pick up, mm -hmm. you know, the, you laughter, know, a laughter, laughter, right. Things that people might say that, you know, it picks up some of that, but you're right. This woman was far too well mic'd up to be just a random person first he's like oh Tasha, caitlin and then like that it was clear as day it's like oh yeah it I wasn't like it wasn't like a distant woman being like hey yeah right and so then, and then she, and then have it moving over to like yeah it, it was too obvious yeah but she comes down you know talks to connor you got to be a good kisser they make out they sit on the couch he offers her a rose they make out again. And then at this point, this is where you know the bromance was real because the dudes loved it. The dudes are loving it. They went full high school boy on this entire <laughs> mental all. And they were just sitting there. That was like that was their boy, yeah. Connor, who like was just off in the corner making out in a dark room. And the rest of the guys. Or in that W and then just you're a tiger man you're a tiger i mean it was just it was amazing like you got trey standing up you got i mean you've got they were literally on their feet when connor. connor walked back they just all bear hugged them just giving them high fives and it was the most ridiculous scene to see grown men act that way because <laughs> Yes, I would probably be that exact same way. I'm not going to say that I'm any more mature than how they acted. Correct. But that that just needs to I know I'm not. But that just goes <laughs> to the fact that like like men never grow up. No. Like so so take us for our imperfections, right? Because like you will always have that little like high school boy in them where it's like, "Oh my god, look, Connor's making out with that girl. Go yeah. Connor." Yeah. And it'll always be there because those guys immediately like snapped into that mode where it was just like, oh my God, yeah, Connor. It's like when a team hits a walk-off and they all crowd them at the plate and then it's just, they're jumping on them. They're hooting, hollering. Yeah, that's the butts. most, that's the most little league baseball thing ever, but it happens every time. Right. And it's like the team there, they got this bond that no one else can share. Yeah, and that's what these guys are. And and that's exactly that's exactly what it was. Like they were just in it to love on Connor getting his time in the sun. And I mean, like we said, he just he just went in stride and just took it. Now, that's what we all saw 
to the naked eye on TV. Mm-hmm. Yes. What had actually happened behind the scenes was that ABC Casting had put out a casting call asking for women who would be willing to come on the show and be involved in this type of situation. Now they didn't name Connor B specifically. They were very vague with the details, but they basically, it was a call to, we're looking for women who would be interested in interrupting the show and approaching one of the contestants saying that you can't be that bad of a kisser and sort of in the, in the rundown of what the casting call is looking for, they say, you know, contestant may or may not accept the offer. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like be ready to be rejected on TV or be ready to like to be accepted. And, yeah. And they even say, they say, you may be kissed, you may be hugged, you may be like high fived, like they, you know, because that part of it, they don't know is what, what's right. going to happen. They're, they're just going to plant this thing and see, and they're, they're going to see where that goes. Yeah. It's scripted reality. And the fact that it got like the fact that him being a terrible kisser, that that storyline got so far that this is where we had to get to. And they weren't more like you could be more discreet. I mean, you're ABC, you're a pretty big, you don't have to put an ad in a Craigslist. No. I mean, couldn't you have just like, you know, talk to a friend of a friend of a friend who's like, yeah, I know this girl who's pretty hot and let's put her in the right. crowd. Yeah. And, yeah. You, right. know, you don't, have, you don't looking. have to pick somebody from the actors guild where it's like, oh, I know she was in episode three of season two of lost. No, no, right. okay. and, no, we don't have to do that. Yeah. And, and they essentially kind of found a nobody who's trying to be a somebody. Right. Oh yeah. She, she gained several thousand followers yesterday. And good for her because she's also a musician. Oh, you found her. Oh, we all found her. The world found her. The world had found her. And she she's trying to put out an album. It, it just dropped or whatever it was. What kind of music but is it? I think it's kind of like a country twangy type oh. deal. Um her name is Tara, and she is this woman that is, again, like I said, trying to very much put out an album. She just dropped a song. It had just come out, and she's trying to sort of get into that that fame category with everybody else. So, you know, this was her opportunity. Gotta, yeah, got to ride the coattails while you can. I mean... The two of them, from what we've seen, they they have been sort of like flirty now on social media. Oh, so like, is, is she, there is going Nashville? Is there going to be something? Isn't there? Eh, 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 we don't really know. Um, but the girl's name is Tara Kelly, and she is like we said, a musician, and so. Again, they follow each other on Instagram. Is there more to it? We don't really know. You know, the speculation is still out there as to what exactly is going to happen, if anything. Has all of Bachelor in Paradise been filmed? Yes. Okay. Uh... I mean, I don't know. We see him, you know, we've seen him in the previews of that. So I don't think it's going to be anything like long term, but she definitely got her name out there. 
for sure. And, you know, she's definitely now sort of hitting a stride with, you know, her ability to kind of push her music. Right. You know, the, she has, the, yeah. The she latest, was given a platform. Well, the latest post on her Instagram is, you know, for all my family and friends asking me what a wildly surreal night. Hi, and welcome to everyone new here. And thank you all for the incredibly supportive people in my life. I promise I will answer your text messages. And she tags Connor and Bachelor at ABC mm-hmm. in her in her post. Connor then, this was an hour ago, actually. This is kind of in real time that she just Whoa. put this post up an hour breaking, ago. So we're breaking news. We're breaking some news here. So she puts this post up. She tags these guys. Connor then just now puts, can't stop grinning every time I watch this. An- another person says, please tell me you two have plans to see each other again. The kiss was fire. Another person says, but where's the duet? We want to see this happen. Oh, yeah. Then Tara Kelly, her her Instagram handle is Tara Kelly Music, by the way. So then she goes at Connor Falcon and she gives three smiley faces. And the post that she has up is basically like the minute 48 of these two like on stage at, at the bachelorette Mentel all last night. So I mean, you know, a lot of people here, one, one poster says I died. A woman knows what she wants now. Mm. Does she, or did she get casted? Or, um, right. or did she sign up for that? And I mean, and you know, and she a lot had of people, no idea what was going to happen, but a lot of people say here for the wrong reasons, is this really real? I mean, you know, and like I said, this post is one she put up just an hour ago. So we're recording this at 1245 on Tuesday. She put this up 1145 Tuesday morning. So a little after the fact here, but I mean, did she get the gram followers that she was looking for? Uh, Probably, probably. I'm sure she got some of them because... You know, actually one person writes to them and commented just now, this guy writes, don't lie, twas this staged? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Um, Because again, real quick here, 23 hours ago. So now we're going to rewind to Monday morning. So before the show aired. Before it airs, she puts out play with fire visualizer out tomorrow. Swipe for a sneak peek. Grab your matches and take a listen at the link in my bio. So she's got a new song that she's pumping. Oh, what a coincidence that she has a new song dropping the day after she was on a very popular TV show. How convenient. Wow. What are the odds? That's just so random. Who would have thought? That's uh... who would have thought? So I'm going to click on the Instagram story here. Scroll through real quick. 16 seconds ago, or sorry, 16 hours ago, there was the post about her music. 11 hours ago, she says, so surreal, still in shock. Thank you for the love and support. And it's her making out again. <laughs> Basically, the rest of her story is them kind of going through it. Her friends are sometimes on here reacting. Okay, so here we go. Her roommate, this is a good one. This post on her Instagram story says, when your roommate kisses Connor B on national television, we click on this account who takes us to a woman named Reagan 
Reagan Conrad, who looks oh, like she totally lives lives in California. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, good for her. Like this Tara Kelly girl, she, she went for it and she yep. got herself in there and her yeah. life's probably going to change for the rest of her life. And right. I mean, that's exactly it. You know, she is now, she's going to be known as the girl that made out with Connor B and I mean, you know, this post that she's got going on here, you know, it's like I said, it's it's kind of growing a little bit here. You know, I was absolutely jealous watching this. Still here for this cute couple. One person bursts the bubble. So first one person here goes, this was clearly staged. And the commenter underneath that goes, yep, they did a casting call for this position. Oh, I mean, so like I say, it's it's. It's breaking news that she's got a post up there and that they're interacting and, you know, he's I playing look along to, I look it. forward to seeing her on Celebrity Rehab in 10 years. Yeah, I mean, right. And, you know, Connor's, Connor's playing along with it, going, you know, just kind of going through the motions, enjoying it. I think at this point he knows. Um, and, you know, it's just amazing because he put up a post an hour ago. It's not like these things are being timed or anything by these two. Mm. But Connor puts up a post and it's a picture of him sitting with Caitlin and Tasha. And it says the caption, he, he writes good morning to Tara Kelly and Tara Kelly only. <laughs> so then it's pictures of the two of them making out. He doesn't have video. He's just got pictures of them making out. And then a couple people saying, is she coming to paradise? Uh, not possible. Paradise has already that. been paradise right. has already been filmed. So we're, we're right. out on that one. And then he goes, also Greg. So he's saying good morning to Greg here. And then all these commenters, I mean, they're tagging Greg, you know, mm. Tara Kelly music. Here's another one. Tara Kelly music responds to Connor's post and she writes, good morning, tiger. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. With a rose emoji. Yeah. And then it continues on where he goes, when I saw when I say my jaw dropped and he puts the big wide eyed emoji mm -hmm. smiling, um, a couple of people say drop out of paradise. You found your person. People don't realize paradise is already paradise done. Already yep, exactly. We're beyond that. Young Casanova gets the girl and forgets about his hype man. That's probably the most accurate comment. And guess who wrote it? Trey himself. Oh, boy. Yep. There you go. You're not wrong, Trey. You're not wrong, but I mean, again, there's going to be people out there that think that it was real. And I love you for, for living in that moment and thinking that it was, and I hate to be the one to come here and tell you that it was not, um, because it just wasn't, I mean, it was, it, you know, it was there's, like everybody there's, said, there's proof that there was a casting call for it. And yeah. The proof's in the pudding. And, uh, you know, that's kind of where. It's kind of where it lands with with how his his whole thing went with the kiss. And I mean, good for them. You know, yeah. ABC, like I said, finding a way to produce the drama. Good for Connor for going with it and just kind of living in the moment. And we're still talking about it today. So exactly. We're still talking about it today. We're breaking some news with, you know, Instagram posts that are going up hours ago. But you know, if, if we couldn't end in another, in a better way, the other way to end is just 
to say that that bromance that they had built in the house was unstoppable because it was yeah we get connor it it even showed when you know they probably haven't seen each other in a while and then they get back and it's just like they never missed a beat Uh i mean like the well besides like carl and cody but like the you know the core group they just i mean they were they were loving on each other yeah and I do, I will say this too, before, you know, we sign off from doing it today, but when they did the moment for Caitlin and her fiance now, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, those two are amazing. Like Jason and Caitlin are just absolutely phenomenal. Like I, I, I believe just, the I kids would call it hashtag goals. <laughs> God, you you nailed it. (laughs) You nailed it. I mean, Jason and Caitlin from two opposite sides of the track in the sense that like they only met each other through people that had been on the bachelor or bachelorette. They were both on separate seasons. They both really never crossed paths on the show. And I mean, it is just, it has been the epitome of just like you said, hashtag relationship goals, watching these two, like just flourish from friendship to, you know, they do have really good chemistry. They do. They have amazing chemistry and it's been built from that. Like friendship. They started out as friends, you know, Caitlin wasn't even, you know, looking for a relationship at the time. They stayed in touch. They hung out more. They started dating. And then you've just seen this progression. Like any other relationship should, you know, they moved in, they bought a house together. Like, you know, he supported the hell out of her with Dancing with the Stars. And I think that would be my one takeaway that I love more about Caitlin and Jason than anything else is that like their undying support for the other person is just incredible. Mm-hmm. And so like they they do a nice little montage last night where we get to see when Jason proposed to Caitlin and she was just completely speechless. She had just come back from filming The Bachelorette. So you know, she was kind of like on a, on a whirlwind of all that mm-hmm. catches her off guard proposes and, you know, screams just a, incoherently just, yeah, absolutely <laughs> inaudible words what? coming out. What? Yeah. But I mean, it was, it was the, it was the right way for, you know, as Jason says to the guys, he turns to the, the men who are there for the men tell all he goes, guys, take notes. That's how it's done. This is how it's done. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I'm glad they got a moment with that. But, um, you know, yeah, close it out by talking about Connor B and his song. Like I said, just confirms how crazy the house is. Learned so much about bromance. Just bromanced up. I mean, (laughs) it's just absolute bromanced. So as we preview what's to come, because time to buckle up for a nice three hour finale. So ne- is next? No, is next week the fin- no? It'd be two no. weeks because they said. Yeah, they say August eighth. I believe so. August eighth or sixth or something. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, so they're gonna get into have a few more episodes left. They got to get through hometowns first because they haven't technically done hometownsly yet. So we're kind of yeah. still waiting in limbo to see you know when is happening, what is happening. What are we doing? What's going on? What's not going on? Especially with um, only three of them. Or yeah, yeah, there's only three of them now. Right. So they're down to the three, 
but you know we're at the situation now where it's like okay like what are we gonna do here you know especially with katie wanting to go home well right and that's how they leave us on that cliffhanger like so katie says she wants to leave question mark um so here's here's how the rundown is and i'm looking at a calendar here on wikipedia oh wonderful we just had the men tell all so we have hometowns will be august 2nd that's next week okay so that's monday so we'll get done with hometowns then we have the finale which will be august 9th three hours did they say if it's two hours first two hours first and then an hour long after the final rose Oh, okay. So they're okay. going to give us a two hour oh, episode and then they're going to wrap it up there. And then after the final rose, that should be live. And what with they'll do is the they'll newly crowned couple with the newly engaged couple, maybe question mark. Will it be? Yeah, Won't yes, it be? Right, yes. Will she be there by herself? Will, you know, I mean, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of question marks there. So, so, you know, really, all in all, we got about we got about four hours left. Well, no more than that. Sorry, five two, hours. Four, two, five hours. Yeah, yeah, five hours left of this wild ride. Two episodes left. Well, Technically, two yeah, two, two nights left. You got August second and August ninth are your are your calendar markers. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. You know, the preview is not is not good. <laughs> right. Well, usually, usually they do that. Where it's, oh, they just make it dramatic. But it's been what you what you expect, but what you don't expect, but what you expect. Yeah, and that's exactly right. I mean, that's what's sitting in front of us is oh. like, we've seen the same clips over and over again. I haven't seen one. I haven't seen one clip of her in a wedding dress at the altar. That's true. I haven't seen one. Normally by now, they've... Normally they by now they've like they've at like least a second and a half of it. They've at least showed like her standing there by herself, the right? Or something, right? They've oh, at man. least given us that. They haven't given us that yet. The only wedding shot they showed us was a fake out when they did the wedding date with Justin. That was the only time that they faked us out. She has not since been in a dress in a formal setting. So I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know. Will she call it all off? Is this whole thing about, I want someone to book my flight, the real deal. The questions are hanging out there. Mm -hmm. So keep your thorns up. Something to think about. Stay on alert. Stay thorny. Stay thorny. And we'll figure it out next time. That's right.